Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Sandy Pars Podcast, your source for in-depth discussions about the world of golf for the amateur golfer. We're your hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. On this episode, we preview the PGA Championship at Oak Hill and discuss how to stay positive when playing poorly. Stay tuned after the break. Welcome back to the Sandy Pars Podcast, episode 84. We're your hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. Yes, sir. Back. Another major week. PGA Championship, Oak Hill, an iconic major course. It's hosted seven majors now. This will be the seventh major at Historic Oak Hill. Uh, we're going to dive into that, a little bit of game talk. Um, we've actually been playing golf lately, so I guess we should start with that. Um, we played together at Bridges Golf Course in San Ramon. I played Bay. I played some Bay Club. It's the it's called Stone Tree, out here in Nevada. Okay, that's and right. Then, and then played some Peacock Gap. So um, we also great. we also we also played Metro together in the wind the windstorm. That's right. See, th- that was better days, dude. I played pretty well that day. Um, that was <laughs> that was super fun, dude. I, I mean, I th- I felt like overall all of us played pretty well. In considering that the the wind was just absolutely blowing out there, it was almost comical. It was like playing like a a fully a full sized mini golf course because it's just so absurd. Yeah, there was some bonkers things going on, but I I agree. It was um, it was it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. We all kind of had moments that looked like we were playing in fucking thirty five mile per hour wind. Um, but yeah, dude, it was fun. Last couple holes, downwind. I hit yeah. like a fucking like 120, 130 yard freaking 54 degree wedge that just <laughs> got up in the wind. And then we were, yeah, uh, the hardest 100 and sub 120 par threes known to man. Um, yeah. Metropolitan Golf Links, uh, Oakland, California. Every hole that we that we play was into the wind. And then I and then I realized the the holes that are with the wind are ones where you have to be like careful off the tee. You can't just bomb it. So it's like everything that's everything that's truly downwind for the most part there's it brings something into play, I feel. Especially that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think 18's probably the easiest of them that are downwind. It's pretty Definitely. wide open um which was very fun, but like that par 5 before that's also kind of downwind is a little more tricky and yeah, um but that was that was for as windy as it was a very good time. Um, yeah, definitely. And it wasn't windy the whole time, so at least we got like seven holes of nice weather, and then it just fucking started blowing. Yeah, yeah. So that was fun, and then you know the following week the winds kept blowing out there at uh, at Bridges, um, the Bridges in San Ramon, California, out here in the Bay. That course is, dude. That course is hard. What a challenging track. I feel like. Um, if you play it uh, even a couple times, it probably gets a lot easier, but it's mm-hmm. like a first time. Yeah, man. Um, just, I lost. Any, yeah. <laughs> I, I lost a couple good, like good tee shots where I just didn't know the course really. And I totally had the wrong club, but, and then I lost many just, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's target golf. It's narrow. It was kind of cold and wet. So the ball wasn't flying super well. The par fives aren't really that long, but they seem like really long. All they did a good like, job of breaking them up too. Yeah, they're all kind of split fairways. Um, mm-hmm. I there's a lot of them. I doubled uh, 
all but one. So that was, those were big. And like, I, I felt like I did, didn't even like play them that bad. I just had some bad breaks. I don't think I've ever been so excited. I I don't know what I did. I was trying to find my scorecard. I think I threw it out because it's terrible, but I think I shot like a 93, you know, uh, mm-hmm. And I don't think I've ever been so happy to shoot. Like it's like the best ninety. I had a ton of pars, just a shitload of doubles. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and when you double four out of five, or almost, or whatever, all of the par fives, you're gonna shoot uh, a ninety three. But yeah, a, a lot of good shots as well. Um, but what a challenging track, man! Very challenging. I would agree. Lots of elevation changes, narrow fairways, and if you you know you'd spray one that would be on another hole, for example, on like 90% of golf courses. But this is one of those ones that's all hilly on the sides of hills. It's got like a canyon through the middle of it. Makes it really hard to get away with anything. I mean, I feel like I lost so many golf balls off the tee and then just not knowing how things rolled out where you couldn't see, you lose them there too. I mean, yep. I think I hit like a 120 yard shot one time and it rolled over a hill and never saw it again there. I think it was on 18. Yeah, we definitely um, needed someone that's played there before. You know, yeah. that's where it's super valuable. And what is is really, you know, when you play a new course, um, it's super helpful if you play with some locals. Like when I played out in Houston, I had mm-hmm. two guys that played that track a lot. And if it wasn't for them, I probably would have shot a million. But, you know, they they were super helpful in telling me where to hit and kind of what to hit. Whereas we were just flying, you know, by the seam of our pants the, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, definitely. Um, Still a fun course, though. And, and again, I'd, I'd like to go back there and probably try it again, maybe on like a nice hot summer day. And I think you said to play from the back to, or not play from one tee back to to kind of lengthen some of those those out a little bit yeah i completely agree i feel like the landing areas like we were flying the landing areas too much and we're not necessarily like bombers or anything so i think that we might have played you know one one row back one tee box back uh i i feel i feel like i started off pretty decent out there but the back nine dude i just crumbled i got into a space where i was just between so many things it was wild i hadn't done that in a really long time and it resulted in inaccuracy off the tee. And then I just couldn't, I couldn't ever come back. I was losing balls left and right. I mean, I played a lot of golf with you and your, your usually your tee game is very solid. And it was, it was, yeah, I haven't seen you hit like that. I could tell that you were in between like, you know, trying to figure, trying a couple things and tuning some stuff up. Uh, right. It's a bad spot to everyone's been there where you keep you fucking thinking a million different things over the golf ball. And then that's it. (laughs) That's it. You nailed it. it. I I have a thousand things. Ah, There's no, there's no repeating going on. And, and I was, I was planning on, on Brit on the bridges being a nice, a nice warm up for Bay club. uh, Cause Mikey and I had the tournament there at Bay club. So when we went there, it's actually called stone tree. uh, So, Great course. It's right here in Novato off of Highway 37. Um overall. Dude, yeah, I'll give I'll give a full course review on, on on another day, but it is super nice, man. Great course, great clubhouse. It's a lot like 
it's a lot like um, bridges in on a lot of holes in that it goes into the hills a lot. There's a lot of places to lose the ball, but it, thankfully it just played as a hazard. So if it's a hazard, it's just one stroke versus the, the local E5 rule where you take two yeah. and get distance in the fairway. So that helped out a lot. Um, dude, I... I haven't I haven't played that bad in a long time as I did out there, missing short putts just absolutely couldn't do anything, almost lost all my golf balls again, ended up this is humiliating I ended up shooting a ninety nine out there. Well, you're playing in tournament play, so you're 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 playing the ball down everywhere. Uh... Dude, I mean I I wish I had a chance to play it down. It was just always out, so I got nice lies because I was dropping so uh, often. Well, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I know um, what you mean. And, and the thing is, like, you know, it's, I mean, playing the ball down and having to put everything out, that actually ended up being, like, the least of, of my worries all day. It was just just ball after ball, just unpredictable. Um, probably the worst round I've played in probably three or four years. But yeah, very humbling experience, dude. And that, that just goes to show, too, because I, I, I've been putting in a lot of work. And then you can almost overdo it. If you, <laughs> yeah, it's... you can overdo it, and it's not like watching YouTube videos and shit. Like these, these are actual lessons. But sometimes, if you if you go out and you do too, if you, you do it too much, you start to incorporate other swing thoughts or other things that you're focused on because you might have a rough patch on the on, on the practice tee. So, I mean, everyone's I, been there. It's an incredibly lonely place to be. It, uh, I know, I know what it, that's like. You know, I mean, again, any amateur golfer does. It's uh, it's tough, it, and it's like it seems so easy to just try to not think of anything. But I mean, dude, it happens to literally everyone in all sports too. Like, look at right. watch poor Giannis try to shoot a free throw in the series against the Heat a couple weeks ago. Like, mm-hmm. talking about an MVP and Finals winner that can't all of a sudden shoot a free throw like takes a minute to fucking get the ball off. So <laughs> it happens. Um, it stinks when you're just playing terrible in a tournament. It's a very dude. You, I, 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 I'm so I, I'm so glad I had Mikey there because like, dude, I felt like I wanted to. I, I was like on hole twelve, dude, and I was just seriously thinking like, is this fucking over yet? Is it's over yet, and I'm never like that. I'll golf till I fucking drop most days, and that was not it. That, that was not a day. It's a. Uh, it sucks. I I did that at a tournament at Pajaro once, and. Uh, like I played like a good, it was the start or it was, it was I the one of my, like while I had the shanks a couple summers ago and like I was playing good cruising to like the seventh hole and then I shanked a wedge and then like it just all <laughs> fell apart and I had to fucking finish the whole round, like all the back nine. I just, I felt terrible for the guys that I was playing with. Uh, Truly, because they got to sit there and watch. I almost hit one of their carts. Like, oh. it's, it's I remember the phase of shanks that you had because it was it was crazy. Because you you'd tell me about it, and we go through like the first four holes, dude. Couple pars, cruising, dude. cruising, cruising, along. dude, dude, just going great. And then all of a sudden, you'd hit one. I remember at Seascape, you hit one. You're like, oh, there it is, there it is. And then like, then it just like a... then it's like all you think about uh, it's the it's brutal man it's brutal um so yeah. again a very lonely place to be <laughs> so that that brings me to 
a topic I felt would be really good to talk about today and it's tips for staying positive when you're in when you're in this frame of mind. Uh just because we've been there a lot and we're we're not golf instructors. Um we're the everyday type of amateur that goes out there and golfs when they can and still wants to play well, likes to compete and all that stuff. So um I thought it might be a good idea to talk about a couple a couple of things that you might think would help somebody stay positive when they when they got the shanks or they're playing like shit. Dude, uh A, I think it's you gotta we we've reviewed it on here long ago. You gotta go to you gotta listen to or read golf is not a game of perfect. I think that's got like yeah. all the attitude adjustments that you need. As when I I think when you have the shanks, you gotta just stop playing for like uh you know two to three week stretch and and just let it and just i think the worst thing you can do is go back to the range like after you a day after and and just really ingrain that shank uh, into your swing because you're only one shank away you know like and and, and then then it comes back so if if you're dealing with that you got to just take a break uh but like it's I, I guess as someone that doesn't play too much, like, or not, you know, like I haven't practiced that much and I'm not, I, I guess I take my golf a lot less serious than I used to, but it's also just, I think managing your expectations before you even go out is huge. And I mean, you know, you gotta just, even when you play a terrible round, I guess this is like the coach in me strength coach side, but you got to focus on like one positive. So like, you know, you, you gotta, I I at the bridges I drove the ball well I just happened to not know the course and driving into some some shit <laughs> or over landing areas but like I was hitting good balls and then I chipped the ball really well for like coming you got to find whatever positive that you, you can out there and yeah um and then just forget about it man golf's hella hard so uh even for well, even for pros, like that's why and you're, you know, I think if you talk to any single digit handicapper, they've probably gone through the same type of thing at some point and would tell you the same thing. Like you can get out there and just grind and beat yourself up so much. Um, and you, you like just if you, you can find something positive that you're doing, um, yeah, get you back in it. Right. Roll a good putt, hit a good chip, then, you know, start stringing them together and, it, and it'll just fall back together. Yeah, dude, I had three, and you pretty much touched on all on all three of them. Uh, the first thing I thought was just to know you can play better. You know, you've had you've had better rounds. You know, it's in you. This is just a rough a rough patch. Everybody has bad games. Yeah. So if you go out there and play like crap for one afternoon, um, every couple years, then so be it. You're still hopefully hanging out with your buddies, fucking yeah. having a good time. You know, like exactly. Exactly. That that was one thing that really made it bearable was the fact that I'm, you know, at the very least I get to spend spend time with my guy, you know. The second one I had was take a small break as well, just like you just said. Just don't even don't even pick up a club, don't watch a golf swing, don't roll a putt, just completely forget about it. Because what's crazy is you can pretty much reset if you just take some time off to where it's like, okay, you can forget the bad habit. Just like, unfortunately, sometimes when you're in a groove and you take some time off, you can forget what you were doing and develop bad habits. It goes both ways. 
Um, that's just the nature of the beast. That's why golf is such a fickle game, I feel. Um, and then the last one was just have a short memory. Just if you know, you know you're going to play again, look forward to playing again. Get back on the horse, so to speak, right? Um, you can't shy away from it if it's something that you really do enjoy, something that's like a passion of yours, right? Something you really love to do. So uh, forgetting the bad, the bad stuff, but remembering the good, I guess, is is two of the three that I have, right? Yeah, so. completely agree. Um, I think also that's where you got to, if you have a routine, you got to really channel back to your routine, like on the course sure. when shit's going bad, super For bad. Sure. You got to just try to lock it back in to keep it simple. I And I've gotten away from that, I've noticed. I've gotten away from having a, a, a locked set routine. Um, it's pretty similar, but it does change. Um, sometimes I don't lock into my shots when I don't have a routine. So, and another thing I was just thinking about too, is if you're going to ease yourself back into it, say you don't have a tournament or anything coming up right away is just to start out small when you get back into Play it. par three. Yeah. Par threes, um, go out there and just, you know, play a, uh, have a putting contest, go chip a little bit short game, go out there with just like a nine iron and just hit the nine iron, you know, or a wedge Dude, or something I- like that. If I do go practice now, I just hit the putting mat uh, mm-hmm. at home, or I just go over to Balin's, which I've never even played at, but they got a little short game area, and I just go chip, uh, and I'll just, like, chip for 30 or 40 minutes. Um, That's been helpful. That's why I know, like, that's... I think that you, you can't go wrong just practicing chipping. And you can't. I love like practicing little chip shots, pitch shots around the green. It's hella fun. Uh, so I think that's, I think that's a very, very good, very yeah. good, very good advice. Um, anything else on that? Should we get into the PGA championship here? Let's, let's talk some major golf. I got the Dude. whole by whole uh, bird's eye view, just kind of uh, streaming on my, my TV right now. This, this, this is going to be fun. Last winner here, the Duff man, right? Yes, that's right. Last PGA. I was just looking at the, uh, at the past winners. So uh, Oak Hill, Rochester, New York, um, historic Oak Hill Country Club. Uh, let's see. Past winners include the likes of Lee Trevino Nat, uh, for a U.S. Open, Jack Nicklaus with a PGA Championship, Curtis Strange. You got Jay Duff as well in 2013. Um some iconic moments out here. One of the oldest, you know, golf courses uh, on the East Coast as well. It's pretty, pretty sweet. I've been yeah. looking at pictures of this place, and like you, you see pictures of it when you know they they play here every so often. But uh, a true masterpiece, Donald Ross design. Um, and I was I was reading about there's like a, a pocket of Donald Ross courses all in that area. There's like six or ten of them all all throughout there. But uh, hosted six majors again, three PGAs, three U.S. Opens. This will be the fourth PGA it's hosted, playing at 7,400 yards, par 70. That's um, mm-hmm. so so par 70, known for its narrow fairways, thick rough, tree-lined corridors, and we're looking at some cool temperatures all week long with a chance of rain on Saturday. Nothing above nothing above 80 degrees. Um, I mean, these guys are all bundled up there during these practice rounds, but I mean, you know, sixties and seventies, 
They were in beanies and stuff, bro. I, I know. It was 30-something degrees. This, or It's, it's going to be 38 degrees when they start tomorrow morning. Hmm. But it's you think they should get... move the PGA back to <clears throat> the summer? I mean, that's I don't fair, think they will. I, but... they, yeah, that, that's a fair question, right? Because you can't have anything in the Northeast, pretty much. You can't. I mean, Other last than... year they did it in Oklahoma, and it was all stormy, too. Yeah. It wasn't as it was hella cold, right? I mean, Tiger yeah. was limping around all over the place too, and yeah, it was. It's tough. I don't. I'm. I don't know. I mean, they're kind of. It, I. I get what they. I get uh, the move to earlier in the season to kind of make it make the FedEx Cup seem a little more. You know, have a little more meaning to it. Yeah. Um, so I see. I see that side as well, but it would be fun reason i say that is this is like you know prime potential this is prime bomb and gouge setup here um it is with the, with the colder weather it might you know kind of neutralize the bomb and gouge a little bit i mean these guys yeah. are still crushing the ball and then but um i see this course i'm watching like i said the bird's eye view and i i, I think like a lot of bomb and gouge here potentially um Ooh. We, we'll see yeah we're gonna we're gonna have to see because um driving accuracy is at a premium here these are these are light lightning fast fairways and it's going to be really super thick rough i was watching some highlights today of practice rounds and these guys are trying to hit they, i mean you can't hit a wood out of, out of the or a hybrid even out of the rough um good luck so if those guys are struggling with that really driving accuracy is kind of how i'm seeing this this tournament going people who can stay out of the rough like you look at a guy like people keep talking about like a Jordan Spieth. He's he's got like one or two snap hooks uh a tournament in him. So I just don't really mm -hmm. trust something like that. But you want a guy who if he's gonna be long off the tee, you know, not too inaccurate. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh I, I do think that the bombing gouge could work here. I mean, it's it's just it just seems like the rough is is, is too tough. The the green a lot of greenside bunker bunkers too, and they all look uh kind of elevated and it's nuts uh, i mean the green complexes are so cool out there i think there's so many um like whole five even looks good they, they all seem like they're on like little precipices you know what i mean yeah like yeah yeah i'm i'm here on hole 16 right now hole five is kind yeah. of the same you're on hole 16 uh, yes i'm going right down the <laughs> right down the fairway as the crow flies if you will. uh, uh yeah <laughs> I, and, and that one's just, and that one's just a big it's a big square it's a big it's a rhombus yeah. rhombus shaped yeah. green um but there's some interesting greens out here for sure and this one's only 16's only got one one bunker but it's definitely you can see the elevation for sure um and then I was even looking at the the 13th, which is a monster par five. It's playing 623 yards. I think there's going to be a lot of excitement on this particular hole, depending on which way the the wind is blowing, mainly because it's either a layup off the tee, or it it's it's either a, a a layup off the tee, or you have to carry it 325 yards to carry yeah, the, yeah. the water. I've got it. Uh, I've got it up right now. Ooh, this hole before too. So like bunkers. Ooh, yeah, this like, is gonna who, be fun. Who's who's flying at 325 these days? Uh, Especially in the cold. 
especially in the cold. And if it depends which way the wind blows, it, I'm hoping that it comes down to like Sunday. You got, you got a couple bombers, a couple guys who are, are really pounding the ball um, come up there on, on Sunday and one lays up and one goes for it. You know, just seeing how that kind of plays out. That'd be really fun. Exciting could be a turning point in the match. You know, you can gain a stroke on somebody, maybe even two strokes if you uh-huh. can clear that. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> we got to edit that one out. Uh, Sorry, I didn't think that. <laughs> microphone works. It's good. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> but definitely, definitely, if as long as you're not pointed at them when they're when they're driving, they should. I mean, it, it could come into play and have have somebody possibly fly that. But we'll have to see. I'm excited. 623 yards per par five. That's that's a monster. Yeah. Yes, it is. And the green looks is is. Uh, oh, actually, that was 14. Shit. I'm just flying right by here on this uh what have you <laughs> <laughs> the flyover you got um so we have a couple interesting bets that we that we're doing we have we have the pool bets we got the top fives um top tens and winners that we usually do as well i got i do think i have a DraftKings, but i won't i won't bore anyone with that so um one thing to look at for our pool is the official world golf rankings. And so just looking at going into, uh, going into this tournament, knowing that there's a premium on, on driving accuracy, I was curious just to see who like the driving accuracy leaders are on the PGA tour. And you almost want to find a guy that, um, Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. You want to find a guy who has a good, uh, some solid distance while being accurate. And I'm actually, yeah, pretty sur- I'm pretty surprised to see what I'm looking at here. I'm seeing at number three for driving accuracy. I'm seeing Colin Murakawa, and that kind hmm. of change that kind of changes how he, uh, how I'm going to view this because he's not a bomb and gouge guy, right? No, he's not. And so but I don't he- think, but he'd be the kind of guy that I mean, he's already won this. You know, he's already won a PGA at Harding. If he can keep, uh, you know, he's known for his his iron play, um, which is also a premium here. Yeah, on the green is is. I I would think, yeah, you know, uh, off the tee and then strokes gained approach are probably huge. Um, And then if you do get into some trouble, being able to be a wizard out around here, but yeah, that's interesting. Morikawa third in, in, in accuracy. Um, Tom Kim fourth. That's a, that's not a bad, bad pick there. Mm-hmm. I, it, uh, what's impressive on this list and sorry to interrupt you, but no, looking at this good. list and number 11 is Zach Johnson. Still that guy's still at in the top 11 position in any type of stat. Um, it's pretty impressive. Well, it's in driving accuracy, though, right? Not factoring right. distance and stuff. Exactly. So that, I mean, it's not no, exactly. Yeah, I, I agree with you, but yeah, uh, that was that's not surprising. I mean, it is and isn't right. Um, he's a you know, dude's a multi major championship winner and captain of the Ryder Cup, is he not? Uh, yep, he so, is. So, yeah, and then I, I see Lucas Glover right there at at fifteenth. So, um, 
uh, I'm sorry, I, I confused him with Luke Donald. Uh, so then you go past kind of like the the guys who just kind of get it out there, and then you see names like you start seeing names like Patrick Cantley, Sung J M, Scotty Scheffler, twenty two. You know. Yep. I don't. I don't see John Rom up here. Um, even though we know that he's pretty locked in with his driver right now. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's then the question becomes how accurate do you need to be to a point, right? Right, uh, exactly. And so uh, I do think if I was to choose, if you're forcing me to choose between Rom and Scheffler only in this tournament, uh, that 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 I, I like Scotty's chances just as the natural kind of come down off the Augusta high, et cetera. Yeah. Um, it's tough to win back-to-back majors for sure. Yeah, yeah. And Scotty was in it last week. And we, as as you call him, he's the tree. He's going to be around. So he's he's there. If you <laughs> hey, if you want if you want to win this this tournament, you got to go around me. Okay, you're not going through me. You got to go around me. Uh, let's do let's let's do our our picks here. So for this pool, the pool that we're doing, you get two picks in the top ten, two picks in uh, eleven through uh, twenty nine. And then uh, 30 plus for um, two golfers in each of those essentially uh, stacks there, those yep. tiers. So I'm trying to bring up the, the world golf rankings here. I've got um, here. I'll, I'll go. I'll go. I'll give you my from the what is it? Top 10 top. Right. So, yeah. Top 10. Just going off that. There's no price or anything so i feel like yeah no salary you're taking i'm going scotty over john rom uh i'm going scotty and i'm going uh xander shoffley chef and shaft yep those those are two guys i I was uh that i'm i'm pretty locked in on um i was i almost went rom and scheffler i like shoffley but i think i might just just take the chalk and go Rom and Scheffler because they're they're so far ahead of everybody else at this point. Um, locking in two guys that I know could possibly be in it at the end of it, or at least you know top twenty five, we'll say. Um, I think I'm going to take those two guys. I mean, it's you almost kick yourself if you don't, right? Uh, yeah, right. yeah. But in, in the name of a pool, right? When you're doing when you're playing with a bunch of people. You got having someone that's off the, you know, that not everyone has and does well Mm -hmm. is going to be very beneficial. Yeah. Yep. I say about like probably 25% pick the two best, just chalk Mm -hmm. if they can. Um, So, uh, yeah, I I think Scheffler's going to have a good week. He was there last week. He actually was, he was, for not having his game, he was still pretty damn good at the at the Masters as well. Um, yeah, I'm definitely yeah. thinking that that he's going to be okay. there this week. Have a chance. Okay. Okay. He's got a he's got a Masters and uh, I mean, I that, uh, dude, yes, he's you can't come on. He's uh, and a players right. Yeah. Yeah. So one and a half majors. Let's go. Uh, uh, Number so we 11. Go, then we go 11 to 30. 11 to 30. Okay. So in that range, I'm going to take at the, I like Cam Young at the 15 spot. You dog. And then I'm torn on the the lower end. I want to go in the 20 to 30 range, kind of. I'm torn. Mm-hmm. I, uh, 
I like Jason Day coming off the win, but he was so bad Sunday in the Masters that concerns me. And then number 22, a guy that was has been in contention at this course, lost in a playoff to the Duff man, uh, Egan Bradley. So yep. I, I'm I'm, I'm kind of torn between those two. Um, and I, I also wouldn't mind just going, I might go Cameron Young and Finau at number 12. But... Uh, so I, I mean, had Cam- tone, I, I, tone had Cam- I have Cameron oh. Young and Tony Finau. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Sorry, I didn't mean to steal the thunder there. Uh, no, all good. Those are good picks, dude. Dude, Finau won two weeks ago. I feel like people forget about that or whatever. Yeah. Three weeks ago. Um, yeah, I like him. I, I see Morikawa right there, so I might hedge my bet with a top ten or a top five with him. I also might hedge uh, if I if I put bet him here and take Cameron Young in one of those. So I like I like I like Cam Young, Murakawa, um, I like Finau. Um I mean I look at Tom Kim, he's right there too. You know? If I'm really yep. if I'm really trying to to build a team um and then make some bets on the side, there's a lot of good picks right here. Right here. Yeah. Keegan Bradley, you can't uh I really like that one too. He seems to be playing really good. Um he's he's like He's like one of those guys like that's like middle of the pack, and then he pokes his head in at the at the leaderboard from time to time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And he, I mean, he's he, number twenty two in the world. He he was he's he's been playing good for a while now. You know? Yep. Got to think you'll have some folks in the area too, right? Quick trip from the uh, New England area, which he's from. So, um, all right, cool. Let's go to this one's just over number thirty, right? And up. Yeah. So. Uh, and one thing you have to keep in mind here is Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson are yeah. down in the 30 plus range. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's where I'm going. I'm going. So I'm going, uh, I'm going DJ and I'm going a guy that has climbed his way up to 32. He's won me money before uh-huh. the Butler, the, the butler. butler. He can bomb it off the tees. Won a tournament here in the last month. Uh, I'm going Wyndham Clark. I, I think that's that's a that's one of those picks that can make me or break me because um, mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people are going heavy Butler Butler action. <laughs> uh, I like I like uh, I like Brooksy, dude. I think Brooks is healthy. I really liked what I saw out there at Augusta. I mean, it sucked. He 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 couldn't get it done on Sunday, but at the same time, like he yeah, was he abs- looked like he was locked in for three or for two and a half rounds there. Um, one one two PGAs already already. So th- this is a bomb and gouge course. He's a bomb and gouge guy. Yep. So yeah, I I I uh. I might actually. I'm torn. DJ and Brooks were exactly where I was looking. The the value and the, they're. I mean, they're way down there. You also got HV three down there too. Um, mm-hmm. who's played well at a PGA and playing well right now. Um, Bill, who, I believe he won a PGA maybe like a couple years ago. Um, I think at the I'm ripe sure. old age of fifty. Yeah, I'm not sure. Did you know that he was fifty? If you if he won a PGA. Um, that would be awesome if Phil came back and won another one. Uh, 
Dude, I mean, Kiowa, Kiowa is one of the top three hardest courses in the country, and he won there. Um, and he beat Brooks in the final round. That's right. That's right. <laughs> God damn, I, re I remember that, man. That was like kind of the start of, uh, well, I mean, BK, he was hurt too, but that was yeah. like, you know, kind of the beginning of the downfall Dude, there. I'll never forget, he hit, he, he sprayed his tee shot to the right and ended up in like... Uh, there's like you all those waste areas at Kiowa and he found like this little, they have like this little, those little like shoots of fescue that kind of come up. Like, uh, yeah, they just look like there's like a little bunch of straw sticking out of the dirt. Right. His ball landed and like suspended about an inch above just perfectly. Yeah. And, uh, above that, but it was like in a little mound. So he had to fucking like hit it in midair. Like it was oh, like, like a levitating up. ball. I got you. Yeah. 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 Like a levitating ball, and dude, I, I'm pretty sure he, that shit. I, I don't know if he I, if he put it on the green or came really fucking close. It was one of the best shots I've ever seen. Um, so yeah, definitely, I forgot that that was kind of like the beginning of like Brooks's like slide for a couple years here. And granted, he was hurt, but still, I mean, he might have been hurt during that. Um, but yeah, yeah. There, there, you can build a team out with that format that we just talked about. You can build a team with with John Rom, Scotty Scheffler, Finau, Cam Young, DJ Brooks. I mean, that's insane. Yep. That's that's pretty a good, crazy. That's a good team. So, um, I think that's the squad that I'm likely gonna go with. I reserve the right to change my mind tonight. Yep. But I might I might take out a Cam Young. And put in a Colin Marakawa and then bet a Cam Young to get a top five. Um, okay. And, okay. And, and, and vice versa. Kind of just the guys who I couldn't fit in my um, my team so, here. So so look at this. So bet online. Shout out bet online. Uh, I just tossed a little change in my account. They have they have two chances to win odds. And there's some good bets. Like, dude, I'm. I, Scotty Scheffler and Xander Sheff and Schaff is plus five twenty five. It's a pretty Ooh. good bet. Uh, yeah, it is to win the tournament, right? And then I'm looking at some of the I other mean, ones. And whatever you don't win in money, you gain in S's and F's and E's. <laughs> and another one I kind of like, just going back to is. Uh, Oh, this looks great. Brooks Kepka and Tony Finau plus eleven fifty. There's some good little combos on there. I I, I like this. I like it's this like, two it, to win. It, 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 it's these. It's like these two versus the field. That's a fun, yeah, that's yeah. a fun yeah. bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's it's great. There's I think I think I'm gonna bet those two. Um, Shoffley and, and or yeah, Shoffley Chef and Chef and Shoff Chef and Shoff. Chef at plus five twenty five, and then um, Finau and BK, BK, yeah, Finau and BK at 1150. plus eleven fifty. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm putting these in right now. That's a good one. Um, boom, we're in. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm. I think I'm gonna get in on that. On that one and, with you. That's a the I BK was, uh, Tony Finau one's a good one. Well, good so one. I always I always check to like some different a couple different online books because we're not legal here in California and just because I like 
BetUS has some good options, but they don't have like there's just new stuff like this. And then I'm gonna bet to win it. I think I'm gonna throw a little bit on Cam Young. I'm gonna throw a little bit on the Butler. And I think I'm gonna throw a little piece of change on DJ. Actually, scratch that. I'm gonna throw a little piece of change on Sahit Tagala. He's not very accurate off the tee. Sahit Tagala? Yeah. That's all I right. It's all right. Uh, all right. I like it. That's um, okay. So then, yeah, I got, I'm going to do BK, Tony Finale, again, mimic your bet, plus 1150, two chances to win. I'm going to go Colin Murakawa, top five, uh, plus 600. Um, I'm going to do, I'm going to do two top tens, two top tens here. I'm gonna go down to like the the this the plus six hundred and you know, give me if I'm looking at top tens, uh, and then I'm gonna find some first round leaders for sure. Wyndham Clark. So oh, uh, I'm looking at I'm looking at Mito. Oh my god. Mito. How about Poor Matt guy. Fitzpatrick plus three hundred? That's a pretty good little bet there. Uh Hol- Homa's out there. Oh, dude, Taylor Gooch plus six fifty. Playing some good golf right now. I think I'm gonna take a Ricky. I'm think I'm gonna take a Ricky Fowler top ten plus four oh. four twenty five. Wow, he's been playing. He he's been playing good. Um, he finished well at the Masters, didn't he? Ricky, thought, yeah. Oh no, he didn't make the Masters. No, no, no. no. He yeah, he did great. <laughs> Yeah, no. No, he he just he's been he's been playing well lately. He can't. He yeah, can't he has. T- he has. Um, Let me see. Where's he ranked? Because I, I just saw him. Okay, Ricky Fowler. All right. I'm going to go while you pull that up. I'm going to pull yeah. up some first-round leaders here. So first-round leader, just sprinkling out a little bit here. We're going to go Sahit Tagala. I'm going to rev- revoke my my full uh, tournament bet, and we're just I'm just going – First round leader. We're gonna keep it all almost four in a row on this board. We're gonna go Wyndham, the butler, mm-hmm. plus seven hundred uh seventy to one. We're going Sahith at 71, 75 to one. Teagues at that same price. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna go Taylor Gooch at eighty to one. Nice. And I maybe like throw like a little chalky pick in there too. Maybe I might maybe I might remove Tagala. He's had so so Ricky Fowler's had four top fifteens. He's got he's had or no five top fifteens. Wells Fargo, fourteenth, RBC, fifteenth, Valero, top ten. Uh those are his last three events. And even before that, you know, the WGC, tie for seventeenth, the player championship, tie for thirteenth. Like that's I mean, he's at the top of leaderboards going in there. I know this is this is gonna be a major here. Um but Pretty good there. Top 10th, the Phoenix Open. 11th at the Farmers Insurance Open. T2 at the Zozo. T6 nice. at the Fort. He, he played the Fortinet. Holy shit, could have been there. Um, Yeah, so T6 at the, at the Fortinet. So it seems like he's on the right yeah, track. I don't here, mind. So. I don't mind. I don't mind that bet. Don't mind at all. Um, well, nice, dude. These are some good. I like this. Yeah, golf action. I know. There's, I like, there's a, a lot going on. Who do you got? 
My the oh no 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 I was saying the last golf bet I put in was speed to win the at Harbor Town, uh, and I had to watch. I watched, took up my entire Sunday watching that final round with Cantlay, Spieth, and Fitzpatrick, and Spieth losing in the uh, in the playoff there. Yeah. Um, trying to look at one more bet here. Let's see a top ten. I mean, I do like, I do like the Keegan action here actually plus 775 for a top 10 that's pretty good yeah so i'm going just 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 to recap here i'm going brooks kepka tony finale two chances to win uh plus 1150 colin morikawa top five plus 600 ricky fowler top 10 keegan bragley top 10 at 425 and 775 apiece okay all right, nice. Yeah, I'm throwing out. I'm, I'm a, I got a smorgasbord here of uh, bets. What's that little guy's name from from uh, Charlotte's Web? The little rat with this smorgasbord. Templeton. Uh, Templeton. I got. I'm Templeton of the PGA Championship <laughs> right now. <laughs> All kinds of. Um, I just added first round leaders. I put them in. I got uh, Wyndham. Brooks at 35 to one Wyndham at like those 70 to one odds, uh, Taylor Gooch, 80 to one. Who else did I throw in? Oh, and Keegan Bradley. And then, uh, I might throw like a couple top tenors in here too. All right. Sweet dude. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, it makes, it's going to make tomorrow even, even more exciting here. And, uh, should we, should we do another, Another live live PGA bet. Ooh, um, we got. I gotta see who all is in the field, right? I think there's more live players in this field than the Masters. Correct. That would be correct. Bigger field. Bigger field. Uh, we got Phil, BK, DJ, HV3, Patrick, Cam Reed, Smith. Cam it's pretty Smith. much. Almost all of Liv is in this one. Uh, Mito, Jocko. Here we go. Uh, you hit me with the little fucking ad. Taylor Gooch. Si Juan Kim, who I don't even know who that is. Uh, Lahiri. Yeah, we got a lot more. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? is does does? I don't think they have a prop for it. Uh, so should. we got... Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fifteen, sixteen live players. And what's the field? Oh man. Field size for PGA championship 2023. 156 players. I was gonna say 150. <laughs> what's the mat what's the masters field? 80 something. And All right, so we did we did what we did over two and a half. Yeah, I mean, I think pay, that number. I, I think that number's got to go up. Uh, we did over two and a half in the top ten. Yes. Right. Yep. So if we go top ten, oh, that's a tough one. I mean, it's, I say so. You almost have double the field size. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm gonna put it at. I'm going to say you go, it's tough. 
I would say you go three with with like even because you pay me it at yeah. plus 200, right? So yep. you go three at just uh, even and you go three and a half and you give me uh, over three and a half. So four in the top 10. And I'll do that at like plus 170 or something. Plus 175. Right. I mean, you halfway. got it. You got uh, it. I think I'm going to lose this one too because uh, the live guys played pretty well. And um, it, you know, it I wish we could find long. what I wish we could find what a line is like yeah. that, that prop out there. That should be a prop out there. It's for tough. Sure. It's tough. And I'm though, sure it might be. You, it's it's over four in the top ten, and you know, I mean, out of like you know, it's you got those are. I mean, we can go through the mathematics on here, which we we won't do. Um, but. Yeah, that's tough. I, I, yep. I, if I were actually, let's do, I mean, let's make it fun. Let's go over three and a half and we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it totally halfway at 150. All right. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, all right, dude. I'm excited. Uh, make sure you're sending your bets tonight to, to Brett and the pool guys. Yep. Um, should we finish up with a up and down here? Let's do it. All right. Um, Let's start with the down. I'll start with the down. My golf game. My poor, precious golf game. But um, that is a down. But it's good if that's my only down, right? I mean, yeah, uh, bro. You'll be, you'll be back. For sure. For sure. Just saying it currently is a down. Um, the Golden State Warriors falling to the Los Angeles Lakers is a huge down as well. Um. Bummer, but, yes. But it's a bummer, but kind of to be expected. Kind of saw it coming. Um, and I, I think that's it. I really – I think life's pretty good right now in that regard. So well, very awesome, thankful. Thank, thankful those are my only two downs. Um, for myself, uh, I mean, I thought I had a, a, a down here. Down on the PGA for screwing Phil with the uh, Friday, Thursday, Thursday, Thursday afternoon start and uh, <laughs> Friday morning turnaround. Give give a past champion that's in his fifties a Thursday morning, Friday afternoon. Come on, come on, come on guys. Uh, and then that's really the only down I got. Yeah, um, right on. And then uh, I mean, I guess I, I'll say the Warriors too. I agree with you on that, but they're kind of mediocre all season so i think steve cursed on the warriors up best when he said this team was lucky to creep into the playoffs um you know they were a couple bounces away from the play-in tournament basically so yep uh as about as far as that team can go is it the end of the the run who knows um who knows you, you still got steph curry um and if some guys are real with themselves on that team they can really make it work. Uh, but if, if, if some guys are delusional and they think that they are, they are the, 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 the players they once were, I think that uh, they're going to be in for some trouble here, but. Yep. Yep. All right. Let's get to the ups. Yeah. Ups. Um, playing golf in good weather again, dude, it's prime golf time. And even though I played that crap this last week, it was still fun to get out there and it's dry. Um, you know, every, every, everywhere is fresh off an aeration, 
you know yeah everything is rolling <laughs> nice everything is good um there's After that a rough rough winter super um, rough winter uh and we got we got all the best ahead of us for in terms of, of golf it's it's just about to get kicked off oh um another up uh shout out to sandy circle um out there at, at harding park for the uh first team mentors we had our first meeting in three years on monday and out of okay. you know this is a group of formerly 100 108 uh young professionals is now just 16. um everyone moved out of the city so you know everyone Damn. everybody er, dude everybody moved out but when one of the things that's uh i see as an opportunity here is it's kind of a fresh reset to really get back to what the the group was all about having some dedicated members helping out the kids at the first tee and uh doing some things for the community that can help you know i know it's cliche to say grow the game but when you're working at that level it actually is because you're not putting money in anyone's pockets so yeah Hell um yeah. Looking forward to that. Got a tour of the um, learning center they have out there, the Sanitatum Learning Center. That was really cool. And just hearing about the plans and everything they have for it, uh, it just it was really fun to kind of get back into, um, you know, volunteering, getting into things like that. So, um, and the last thing is last up is Harding Park in general looks great. They had the Hanwha uh, Invitational there, the the Crown International Crown out there. Got to watch Lexi, got to watch Nelly Corda. Um, yeah, everyone. Everyone was e- out there. Everyone was out there. Shout out to Lillian Vu. She was the best golfer out there on the golf course that day. It was uh, a treat to watch her fresh, play. Fresh off a major championship. Dude, incredible. Incredible. What you got? Um, my up. It's been a little while since we've been on here. Um, yeah. So, uh, A, I've been, I've been, I'm, I'm, I've been back. I was off when we were last on here, but uh, watching the Stanley cup, um, I know it's a golf podcast, but Stanley cup has been great. And my team stinks and was nowhere near it. Um, but it's been hella fun to watch. Uh, I was, I think a lot of hockey guys are big golf golf guys. So we'll give them a little love on here. The other one is uh, just being out playing a little more during that time. I think I got three or four, I got four rounds in. So um it was fun getting out there. Some interesting couple. I think overall, very, very pleased with, with how I played the whole time. But fun to get out there and kind of get my feel back and and uh, looking forward to some more more golf over the summer. Yeah. Uh, and that's, 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 that's all I got, dude. Yeah, get, getting back uh, getting back with the squad, the Spanish Bay squad, was really, was really fun. Um, good time. Very good yeah, time. it was out there at the bridges. You gotta, you gotta get a another trip in the books here when you can. So, well, good shit, my man. Let's wrap this up. Get back to our uh, readily scheduled programming and our lives here. And uh, yeah, I'll I'll have this up tomorrow. Um, can't wait to do this again next week. We'll do a recap for the PGA Championship. I might play Peacock this weekend again. Nice. Work, work on some stuff. We got okay. the Odin. We got okay. the Odin. We got the Odin Shindig at Shore Shore Line, I believe it's called, or Baylands, one of the two down there in the peninsula on June third. That oh. I'll, be rep- I'll be representing us, and you're going to be in New Orleans, right? Or you're I'll be, be gone. in Texas, but you'll be in uh, Texas. It's at Baylands, 
I think so. I, I have to look it like up. A, it's it's around the corner from my place. Um, I've never played there. It's 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 kind of like Linksy, kind of Metro-ish, uh, Monarch Bay-ish, right? It's just on the other side of the bay on on this side. Yeah. Um, they got nice practice facilities. Give them that. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I'm sure the course is probably pretty sweet. So uh, really looking forward to it. Gonna hang out with these Odin cats. Um, get to know some people. Have some fun. Have some beers. Have some. Have some good times. So really looking forward to that. Dylan's playing. Chris is playing. Nice. Right, so, uh, if you're listening to this, um, reach out to me. We still have a fourth open. It's 125 per entry. So there it is. Would love to have someone else join us out there. Um, otherwise, I'll be looking for that fourth in the next couple of weeks. Sweet. All right, bro. Well, all right, my friend. We got uh, some some fun major championship golf to watch. Let's yeah. sweat out. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Uh, see you next time. And until then, hit him straight, my dude. Yes, indeed. That does it for this episode of the Sandy Parts Podcast. We want to thank you all for joining us. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast content. Join us next week to recap the PGA Championship and much, much more. Lastly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Sandy Pars Golf and visit our website, sandypars.com, for our full library of podcasts and additional golf content like course reviews, reading guides, and more. Special thanks to our producer, Ryan Thiessen, and until next time, hit him straight. <laughs>